I begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of a land upon which this podcast is recorded and pay my respects to their elders, past and present. I extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may be listening here today. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Arcanum. It is me, your host, Jessica Ann. And for this week, we're going to be talking about the topic of working with people that you consider to be peers or working with people that you may place higher than yourself. So when I refer to higher than yourself, I'm referring to people that you'd place in a position of authority, maybe someone you perceive with more industry standing, more experience, maybe they've mentored or coached you in a specific domain of life and how you relate to that. And the specific reason I want to speak to this topic is that this is a big shadow area for a lot of coaches that are looking to expand their business and fully actualize the level of service that they really can deliver. So the other thing that I was reflecting on the other day around Arcanum and the direction that it's taking is I realized how much of this conversation can be quite business heavy. And I thought, is this an appropriate conversation to be having right now? Or should we really be looking at something a little bit more energetic and magical? However, the reason I chose to push forward with this topic, aside from the fact that I see it really limiting a lot of people, is that understanding energy, understanding magic, it's really about personal power. And if you are giving your power away to some perceived hierarchy within your mind and within your frame of reference for what it is that you're here to create in your business, Regardless of how much manifestation work you do, you are still creating a limit. So deconstructing this paradigm first and foremost is going to help you a multitude of ways and is going to make any magical manifestation work you do even more powerful on top of that. So this is why we are starting here. And let's just talk to the elephant in the room. I remember when I was hosting a and a masterclass last year. It was a free event and I checked the guest list. And when I was checking the guest list, I saw a name of somebody that had registered to attend who had deeply influenced me. There was someone that I would consider a mentor or a teacher, and they were coming along to witness me in my work. And I remember how intimidating that felt initially. There was this point that I could feel myself hitching and being like, wow, what could I possibly offer to this person after all they gave me? In hearing that reaction from myself, it was a really powerful moment of pause to analyze the hierarchy that I had created. Because this brings me to my first point. There is a time in your business to be humble and there is a time in your business to be confident. And one of the things that I find this particular shadow creates, the shadow of of hierarchy and placing people within a hierarchy, is that it obfuscates the idea that there are particular zones of strength and opportunity or weakness that each of us have. So regardless of where you place a particular individual, regardless of the level of experience that you perceive them to have or how much they've affected you, there are life experiences that you have had. There are insights that you have that differ from the life experience of that person. 
So by me purely reducing this interaction or this engagement with this mentor of mine to this idea of they're more experienced than me, they've taught me, what do I possibly have to offer? I was completely discounting all of the other facets of my own experience that could allow them to access different parts within themselves. Which brings me into the unspoken murky waters that exist within this hierarchical structure and, and how this kind of plays out is that there is this image that is often projected in the transformation space and the mentorship space. And that image that we are taught to aspire to in our branding and our positioning is this concept of, of the guru or the person that knows all. So when we look at that concept of, of being all knowing, it is essentially setting ourselves up for failure. So do yourself the service of taking yourself off the pedestal of needing to be an expert in all domains and get super clear on what your unique genius is and also give credit to the individual whether or not it be a peer or an mentor or whatever position this particular person holds give them the credit to also see you as a human being so if you can take each other off a pedestal off the pedestals and look at each other from that point of humanness and being able to meet them in the aliveness and the awareness within that moment to support one another to move and shift through things you're already going to be putting yourself in better stead and it's also opening up the space for possibility for you to be an agent of them finding their own answers because one of the things that can play out in the coaching space is that we get so married to what we believe is the desired outcome for a person and also the desired experience of them getting there. Of course, when we engage with somebody in a mentorship or a coaching capacity, there are results. There are things that people are buying into creating with you. However, as a coach, sometimes we project what that needs to look like for them. We predeterminate, which is really shutting people off to the magic of what's possible. What if the thing that is going to support someone to get through the lull that they're experiencing in their business is actually a radical departure from where they thought they were going when they first started working with you? So the key for working with people that you perceive to potentially be of equal experience or more experience than you is to facilitate rather than predeterminate. What we're really wanting to back to in excellent facilitation is allowing someone to become more aware and to have their eyes open to the layers of their reality that they're not seeing. And this brings me back to my first point, because if we consider that idea of to be humble and to be confident, when you engage someone, if you are promising them to connect them with resources. So what I mean by connect them with resources is for you to teach them a specific skill. If you have promised to teach them how to build a funnel and you have no idea how to build a funnel, nor are you learning how to build a funnel, that is misleading. So when you are engaging with somebody, 
Conflating your level of experience, conflating your level of expertise is setting you up to fail. So that is where we are required to humble ourselves when we're listening to somebody to lean into those spaces of, I don't know, because the more that we can be certain of the things we are uncertain of, the more weight and more conviction we can give to the things that we do have certainty about. And it creates a natural safety for both parties because there's transparency and honesty within the relationship. So to caps, recap so far, what we've talked about, get clear on your zone of genius, know what you know, and be comfortable enough to admit what you don't know. Learn effective inquiry, learn how to facilitate rather than predeterminate, be open to the mystery of what is wanting to co-conspire between you and the person you're working with. And the last point that I really want to make on this is the opportunity that will support you to start to not only market, but feel confident working with people that you perceive to be at a similar level or of more experience than you. And that is being able to remove yourself from this hierarchical structure, as I mentioned before, and get yourself both on the same team, looking at the issue together. So let's just pick apart this concept of above and below for a second, this hierarchy. So even if you took a super visual example of living in an apartment tower, if somebody was above you, typically what that would provide them is the same perspective that you have and more perspective. So the assumption is that you see as much as me, if not more, because you have a higher vantage point. If somebody is a peer, the assumption is, or if somebody was living on the same level of the tower block is that you have the same perspective. But the blind side in this is that one, it assumes that there is a, a tower block to begin with, that there is indeed a hierarchy, but it assumes that you're all both in the same tower. If we wanted to use the hierarchy model for a moment, there will be areas in someone's life that indeed they do have more expertise and experience and more perspective than you. That does not mean that that applies to every single area of their life. And this is also where for me, it becomes problematic, this dogma in the coaching industry that you always want to be working with people that are further along than you, because you can learn a lot from people that have a different perspective, regardless of whether or not that is above, across or below. It's really getting clear and starting to align yourself with the values and the results that you're desiring to experience more of and radical self-checking around the opportunities and the blind spots that are preventing you from taking affirmative action towards realizing more of that in your life. So if we come out of the tower blocks, if we come out of the hierarchy and we're willing to put ourselves on a level playing field you and your client are now on the same team and you are working towards the same goal. What does your unique perspective offer this person that potentially they don't see? Because to give you a real world example of this, the value in a map is actually in its lack of detail. So part of why we use a a map is because it gives us a big picture perspective 
with minimal detail for us to clearly see the directions and the path that we need to take to reach a destination, which is very different from being in the depths on the streets, in the detail, amongst the plants, amongst the trees, amongst the traffic, which is where we have a lot of detail, but not the big picture perspective. So in your client's model of the world, in your client's reality, navigating whatever issue it is that they are seeking to move through, you are providing them a map. And if you are very effective at what you do, you are supporting them to source their own map because that is where it goes from giving a man a fish, as the old saying goes, to teaching a man how to fish. And what we're really wanting to do to create a culture of empowerment with our clients is teaching them how to fish. So how this can support you when it comes to marketing is beginning to articulate your point from the perspective of being on the same team. If you and I were sitting down next to each other as friends, what unique perspective or insight can you offer me to something that I'm experiencing, like a roadblock or a blind side in my business or in my life or my relationship that's going to support me to get to where it is that I desire to go faster? And this is my sincere invitation to anyone that is listening to this. Working through your relationship with working with your peers, working with people that you perceive to have more experience than you, it is one of the most effective balms from shrinking yourself to fit into a certain model of what you think is possible within your business. Regardless of whether or not you start working with clients that are peers or people that you perceive to have that higher social standing or industry standing or whatever that may be, it is really about you stepping into the expansion of what is possible. And the frequency of that is magnetic. And the reason that the frequency of that is so magnetic is that you are becoming the embodiment of possibility of expansion, which if you are a coach, a mentor, a practitioner, we are here to be agents of possibility for our people. So through embodying that frequency in our lives and in our businesses, we become the transmission of that simply by being in our vortex. I would love to hear from you. Feel free to shoot me through a DM on Instagram, sharing any of your aha moments or insights or potentially things that you feel I missed in this conversation. And I will be back next week with my episode with the incredible Jacob O'Neill. And in the meantime, if we are not connected on social media, inviting you to give me a follow via the details in the show notes. And I will speak to you guys soon. So long, partner.